Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. It is 5 o'clock here in the Bayou City. Let's run up to Lake Houston now. Let's check in with our good friend, John Littleton. See what's up with that lake. John, good morning. Hey, good morning there, sir. Oh, man, just, you know, living the dream. Yes, sir. Uh, Yeah, I know it. Yeah, you were talking with Tommy about the weekend warrior. Well, that's that's me. (laughs) Yes, sir. You know, it's just, that's the way it always is, you know. We don't have a tournament tomorrow, but, uh, you know, I was going to, water finally got back down and stabilized right. a little bit and so i was gonna go out and ride around and see what's happening and here comes the rain so <laughs> and you know what mickey i'm just not that mad at them before i did i would have win anyhow but right. you know <laughs> i'm just you know i'm just not gonna go out tomorrow so we'll uh you know We'll just kind of hang in there, and I'll get out one or two days next week. And we do have a tournament next Saturday, uh, you know. So, but the fishing have been pretty good this week, Mickey. I I hadn't been, but I know some guys that's been, you know, once the water came back down, and right. you know some mixed bags coming, you know, and the guys that are out there jigging minnows and. Um, running those jug lines and you know they're catching catfish and uh not a not a lot of crappie uh they're catching some whites um you know even you know with those minnows down there and uh they are catching a few uh but not you know not i you know three or four a day you know not not the 10 to 15 like you normally would you know Uh um but, uh, and the bass of fish, I talked with a guy yesterday and he said they had gone out, they caught nine yesterday. So, you know, in about four hours. So that was promising, uh, you know, to get out there and catch a few bass. But, uh, mainly, uh, you know, I was, I was talking with him and he said mainly spinnerbait, you know, they just, they're hungry. I guess they've been all confused with all that water and hadn't, uh, you know, hadn't ate a lot. So they were chasing that 
spinnerbait yesterday. Uh, you know, oh, they'll, you know, they'll, uh, they'll get settled down here. We can get that water to settle down and, you know, it won't be long and you'll start getting some of those big girls move in, you know, water temps. Uh, he told me yesterday they had, they had 60 degrees in a couple areas, which is, that's right there at that, that key number you know, for, to move them in, I usually try to like that 60 to 63, 65 degree water temp, that's, right. uh, that's always a, a good temp for, you know, bass to move in, up to spawn, so. Yeah, and it's yep. getting crappie time, too. Yeah, 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 the guys that I did talk to that caught a few crappie this week, uh, he did say they they didn't catch a short one. They uh, the very the very few they caught they were really good, you know. Yeah. So uh, you know they were some good good crappie. Yeah, Lake but, Houston puts out some some pretty big crappie. I remember them slabs my father in law used to catch over there. This is the time yeah. of year he lived for for that over there. Him and a buddy yeah. is that's all they'd do this time of year. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, for people that's going out, you still got to be careful out there, Mickey. Because oh yeah, you no, know, it that all this rain and water, high water, man, it moves some stuff around. The normal I bet stuff it did. It's running, you know, uh, it could have changed on you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, it could have floated in a big old twenty foot tree or something. Sure. You know, so you got to. You got to be careful out there. I know even at the marina, I rode by the marina yesterday afternoon, and and uh, there's some boards missing, and boards popped up on the on the walkways there. And uh, yeah, I got those know, pictures sure. from you. You sent me when all that yeah. was underwater, man. Yeah, I know it was. I don't know actually how high it got. Uh, I mean, I didn't. I, right. I just know from looking. It probably looked at least three to four foot, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, probably about like Conroe did. Yeah, yeah. And I tell you, I you know I was down in Louisiana pretty much all week, and uh, I came back across that Trinity there on Highway ninety oh, yesterday, yeah. and man, it is still high and yeah. rolling. And it it crested Sunday, so you know, it's come yeah. down some, but uh yeah, it's uh it's a mess. All that water's in my backyard now. It's pouring into the bay big time. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Oh boy. Yeah. You can start running you some catfish and bass trips. You know? So I'm sure you know, I was I was talking to my brother about this, but you know I, I Seriously, I bet there was a lot of fish relocated, you know, with all this high water. Oh, yeah, it changes things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they uh, they get shuffled around, you know. They'll put, you know, you get some of these ponds that, you know, that go underwater whenever this high water comes up. You know, them fish get in them deep spots, and they'll stay there. And that water go down, you know, restock your pond, you know. So, especially out in some of those old 
cow pastures, you know, in between here and Livingston off of that Trinity River, you know, get them restocked up. No, everything's been pretty good, Mickey. We're, uh, you know, we're just going to go out there and do our thing and try to catch us a few bass and win a little money so we can play the game the next week. That's it. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a, a, a tournament over at Tivolita Bend this week, isn't there? Started yeah, yesterday that, or whatever? Yeah, this weekend, yeah. 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 Yeah, I, you know, I just quit chasing a lot of those tournaments. You know, it's just, you know, it, it, heck, I'm not as young as I used to be. It's, I'll tell you, people, you know, people think, man, you know, you, you fish all the time, you know, man, it's really good. But I tell you, it, you know, it, it puts a toll on your body, you know. It does. People don't realize, you know, you don't notice it when you're younger. You know, hitting the road and you know doing all that—it's uh, that's why I have a lot of respect for those guys. Bass that are week in and week out, yep. steadily on the road, fishing different lakes, and just you know, and just like the PGA Tour, those golfers. Oh man, yep. what a life! Well, no, living out a suitcase—a pretty tough life, man. Nope, sleeping in your truck, roadside park. Yeah, <laughs> it's like riding a rodeo. Yeah, that's what know? the poor boys are doing, you know. Yeah, Big we boys. Would leave, <laughs> we would leave, you know, Arkansas or Oklahoma and go. Hey, there's a tournament next week over there. Well, let's go over there. You know, I mean, before you know it, you're two, three weeks out. You know, from home. <laughs> so, been there, done that. It's you know, it's. It was something I always wanted to do, and, you know, I did it for a few years and, you know, did pretty good. And, uh, hey, but, you know, I I just couldn't, you know, couldn't keep up anymore. I'm with you. Yeah. It wouldn't be so yeah. bad if you had your big-time bus like John Daly, you know, with your boat and everything behind oh, yeah. it. And... Yeah. Well, are you one of the superstars? You know, you just have somebody drive your boat and truck. To a lake and go fish for you. Well, yeah, and you just fly to where your rig is. There you go. Yeah, and then you just fly to the closest town and get get you a a driver to, you know, (laughs) take you out to the lake and you get in the boat and there's all your GPS spots and you you just go to them and catch your fish. Are you making it sound good? (laughs) (laughs) Well, believe it or not, I you know I, I I've heard of a few people that. You know, that's what they do. But, I mean, you know, there, people say that, but there's still a little skill in catching those fish. You know, I, I mean, you and I have both been in the situation to where you be in a boat and the guy in the back of the boat is whacking them and you're throwing the same bait, same spot, and you can't get bit. Nope. You know, and, and vice versa. You know, I mean, that's just. The angle just, on the dangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to, you got to still catch them, you know. Right. Somebody you can locate them and find them and all that, but you still got to catch them and put them in the boat to get a check. So, you know, it, it's uh, it's still a little challenge, and that's what I always like. I mean, you know, 
yeah, there were some tournaments that I knew I was going to do good, you know, and then there's some that, what am I doing here, you know? So, but, uh, and there's been some where I hadn't been on anything and then go out and go fishing and catch them, you know? So you stumble across a, you know, the mother load. So, you know. But it's all good. I mean, you know, we could have a lot worse habits than fishing. So, but it's all good. Yeah, it's uh, fishing habits, hunting habits, drug habits. <laughs> yeah. Pick one. They're all, they all cost. Oh, yeah, many things. Yeah, I know. Well, drugs being the worst, I mean, that. Well, yeah. You can't function. Yeah. At least fishing fishing and hunting, you're sober. Yeah, you just, yeah. Just got to have a good job to support your habit. Keeps everybody working. That's, that or you got to have a couple good sponsors, you know. Well, true. Sponsors yeah. always help. Yeah, you can get you can get you a good sponsor or two, you know. Uh, you know, I was fortunate. I had a, a good guy that, you know, I could call on and, and, you know, hey, I'm going so-and-so to go fish something, and he'd always, well, come by my office, there'll be a check on you on my desk, or afterwards, you know, and I always kicked him back a little, you know, if I, you know, did good or whatever, and it worked out, so, you know, it's all good. But, yeah, I always like that contingency money from sponsors. Oh, yeah. That you were sponsored yeah. by when you'd place in the top five, you get all them big checks in the mailbox. That 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 was yeah. that was sweet. I like I liked them too. You got that ten ninety nine at the end of the year. Well, I didn't like that so much, but, <laughs> 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 but hey, death and taxes—you got to pay them. You know, you got to. That's that's inevitable. Yeah, you're not going to get around it. You may as well bite the bullet and write him a check. And- <laughs> Be done with it, you know. And you better, you know, you better, you know. And I still have, you know. I created uh, just a fishing account, you know, all my receipts and try to track everything, and always have, you know, because you still get ten ninety nines at the end of the year. So, you know, there's nobody or very few tournaments that, you know, they do cash anymore. So. You know they gotta they gotta account for their money too. So yes, yeah. But uh, but that's all good. Like I said, we're gonna hang around. I don't know. I I still need to get back up to the deer lease, get trail cameras and all that stuff picked up, pull the batteries out of the speeders, and I'll keep one throwing a little bit. You know, but uh, you know it's it just there's always something to do in life of the outdoors. It's Yes. Got to work at it. If you're going to do it yeah. right, you got to work at it. All yeah. right, man. Well, hey, John, if somebody wants to give you a call, give them a number, man. Sure. They can always call me on my cell, 281-222-8544. All right, buddy. Give me a call. Well, John, have a good weekend. Good talking to you, man. Yes, sir. Y'all Later. We'll talk to you. Thank All right, brother. All right, it's time for another break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah. Billy's 
at the bar. He's been there all night. First ten beers he's had since her goodbye. Hey! Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 519 here in the Bayou City. Oh, and uh, coming up for the weekend, uh, you can spread the word. Uh, Sunday, we're just going to have a soapbox Sunday. Try to keep the drama down somewhat. I want everybody to uh, call in, voice your opinion on these new limit changes, and uh, you know we'll take the good with the bad. Just voice your opinion on it and what you think about it and uh, how you feel about it. And whether you're getting a fair shake or not, we'd like to talk about it. Bring it. That'll be this Sunday. All right. Here we are on Groundhog Day, and let's head down to the Texas City Dyke and see if old Dave's seen his shadow this morning. Dave, good morning. How are you, Mr. Fremont? <laughs> Speaking of hogs, here I am, boss. How you no, doing? I didn't mean it like that now. Come on, boy. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. you cra- are you crawfish seeing their shadow? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm answer your, I'll answer your question. I'm doing just fine. Like, like you say, I, could, I couldn't be any better. And, you know, couldn't be any better can mean a lot of things. <laughs> that can mean you, you just you're down and out or you're on top of the world and that just, that's, that's exactly just the way right. it, it, <clears throat> it sounds be good though sounds really good yeah. as much as i'd like to try i can't be any better <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i couldn't be any better and uh <clears throat> it's a very nice quiet morning uh i don't mind it one bit uh i took my stroll out to the very end and just just made my way back down uh to the crawfish warehouse and uh it's just uh real nice i'll tell you what them cats uh them wild cats out there on the dike they uh they know something's up weatherwise because they are out and about and all over the place so them uh critters sense cats the on the move this morning yeah they they sense a weather change so uh they're going to get out there and try to eat. They got we got a lot of people that ride out there, I think, and, and feed them rascals because they're getting soft. Uh, our dike rats don't mess around. Now, when them cats really get hungry, they'll try to chase one of those those old rats down. But uh, our dike rats are uh, well. I've uh, seen some they, rats on that dike that chase a cat down and eat it. Well, they look like some of them groundhogs you were talking Boy, about. I'm they, telling you, brother, big old. <laughs> <laughs> And them cats now, they're, they're used to being uh, hand-fed by folks, and they, those rats are the last thing they want to mess with. And you don't, you don't fool with a dike seagull either. They'll pinch your, pinch your finger right off. They're tough. But uh, a lot of cats out this morning. I had to, I had to dodge a few on the road. Uh, <clears throat> but it's a nice morning, Mickey. It's, uh, well, I've done flipped up switch off here on the vehicle but i think it was uh 57 or 58 degrees or something Sounds like about that. right yeah and a little bit of breeze uh bait flags was moving a little bit and then uh, there was a chop on the water but nothing too bad i went by the boat ramps and took a peek looked like the tides down a little bit but uh not not a whole lot they've been doing uh a good job of dredging out the uh, the boat ramps here on the dike. It's some uh, federally funded thing uh, that they uh, <clears throat> they take some of those tax dollars that uh, the, the the boaters uh, put in every year and uh, they they uh, dole it out for having these um, these ramps dug out. And boy, they'll really they got some real long extended. Uh, 
uh, front end. I don't even know what you call some of this heavy equipment, but uh, they'll reach out and really touch something. They can pull a lot of, put a lot of sludge and mud and everything else up and make a big mound. So the ramps ought to be in good shape. Uh, looks like they're finishing up on the ones closer in. They've already done the the big ramp out on the end, and uh, so it'll be a will be all right. I, I think they deliberately kind of do it this time of year when the tides switch around and get low, and they can. Uh, right kind of see what they're doing but uh i like to see it. it's a good thing kind of well I used that to one like on the, the end probably silts up quicker than the rest of them due to all the ship wakes i bet it does and i know that at times you can uh especially on a low tide you can see it really piled up in the middle of the ramp not the ramp but the middle of the dock there at the, uh-huh. and but it's uh it's all uh looking good right now so um that, that's a good thing to see I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we've got that big crab trap um, cleanup coming up here on February the 16th, I think it is. Is that what uh, it is, a uh, crab traps out of the water for two weeks starting the 16th? Uh, I yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I, th- I think it starts around the 16th, and it'll end on the 25th. It's about a 10-day deal, and uh, you can ride out there and uh, and help. And if you see any traps you want to keep them, you can keep them. But um, for the most part, they're not in the best shape, and it's a good thing to get them out of the water before they wrap up around a, a lower unit or yeah, don't do it before then. <laughs> That'll be stealing. <laughs> no, you do you do that and let one of these uh, hardcore crappers get a hold of you. you that'll that'll knock the taste out of your mouth. That'd be yeah. You uh, could end up as baiting one of them. You better. Watch <laughs> that's a fat jack. That'll, I didn't think about that, but yeah, you Not don't like that old Cajun joke, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, it's just a. Uh, just a slow time, as you mentioned a while ago, um, uh, kind of in between this and that. But we've got the uh, the big, big, ugly black drum uh, run will be coming here real quick. That's right around <clears throat> any, the corner, man. Yeah, any day folks will start gearing up for it here on the dike, and they'll be out there with the long rods and chunking a big old piece of crab or shad or something like that to wrestle a few of those things and, and see what's going on well you get that and water then, temperature to you know sit at 60 or better you know and stabilize for a while like that then it'll kick it off it'll get after yeah yeah it's uh all the bays in pretty good shape overall we, it, it seemed like years ago it, it a, a run meant just that you wouldn't see a a whole lot of bull reds caught along the dike or, or black drum, except during those run times. But man, over the last so many years, and uh, you, you can see a, a black drum or a bull red caught just about any time, just about right. any time of the year. You see, and, I, and that's that's good to see. Uh, but um, other than that, not a whole lot going on on the on the fishing front. I was listening to you talk uh, talk. Uh, about the sheephead and stuff like that with a buddy down south and uh and that is a, another species that uh, a lot of folks like to like to catch and uh in my days of fishing i enjoyed them too man when you got one on you didn't know what it was for a minute unless you were fishing for them right uh that, it would it would really wake you up and give you a, a deal but uh man you know years and years ago back in the in the 90s when i was 
still working out at the plant and stuff on graveyards, we'd get we'd get bored with this and that, and we'd take some of that high temperature silicone sealant and we'd start making some homemade lures. And I had a buddy; he and I would do that, and we'd we'd be mashing them things that would bring a few hooks from home, and we'd mash them things out and make them. Uh, we'd make them out of the red high temperature. We'd make them out of the white, and and we we're just having a ball doing that, never thinking we'd ever catch anything on them, you know, and. And uh, we'd name them. I, uh, he named one a, a croaker choker, and he said, "Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch some croakers with this old thing." And then I made one. I, uh, I forget what I what I called that thing. Uh, oh, I can't remember now. But anyway, we we'd go out there fishing. Mickey would fish right off. I'm not talking more than about a couple thousand yards from where I'm sitting right now, off the off skyline, and we'd wait out uh-huh. there and. And uh, we'd catch a couple of fish on them lures. We talked about being professional lure makers after that. And then in about, <laughs> yeah. about, about 10 minutes later, we would, we'd give up on that idea. Cause, uh, but they were a lot of fun anyway. Uh, the sheephead, I, I like them. I'm glad we've got the opportunity to catch some of those things from time to time. And, yeah, we and seem to have plenty of them. I've been getting hit hard the last few years, but uh, we yeah. still have plenty of them. That's good. Good eats, too. There ain't nothing wrong with them. Yeah, if you can uh, wrestle through all the cleaning of them, you know, there's not a whole lot of meat left after you fillet one. But, boy, what it is is good meat. Very good. Yeah, they are. And th- and thinking about them things now, I remember that one lure I made was called a sheep thrill. A sheep, sheep thrill. thrill. That's long- okay. <laughs> but uh, they were a lot of fun. Well, y'all got any specials at Boyd's this weekend for the Super, for you know, for next weekend for the Super Bowl? Well, we don't have I don't have anything uh, on 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 tap right now, but that could change in a little bit. Uh, we've started getting a, a little bit more in terms of crawfish. Uh, we've we've been uh, selling them at the grill, the uh, the fresh live crawfish all week long, and uh, and in fact, we've, and we've been selling out. And here again. We haven't had an awful lot, but we we've right. done well on on selling out. A lot of folks been wanting to get them, and uh, we've even had a few live sacks available. I think we'll have that again this morning. Uh, I think I pumped out an ad last night that Jason had asked me to put out about uh, having uh, a little bit of live uh, for sack sales if somebody wants to do a boil, and then we've got some that are going to be over at the Boyd's Cajun Grill, and uh, and I think that'll go all go all day today from about 11 until 8 p.m. tonight as far as on the table shrimp i haven't heard anything yet we'll have to see but i wouldn't be surprised between now and and uh super bowl what's that still about uh two weeks away or a week and a half uh, next away? weekend yeah and time flies but we might have something that'll pop up in between now and then and we've had a uh, a big crab leg special going on for a while uh just just go to uh, the Boyd's Facebook page, folks, if you want to see any of that stuff. Uh, it'll be updated there. It'll pop up as soon as we've got something. As soon as I hear something, it's going on there, and it'll also be on our website at boydsonestop.com. And uh, uh, the bait flags are flying. There's a mullet flag and a shrimp flag. So uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I missed the bait tanks this morning. I, I shot straight out to the end of the dike and uh but the flags are flying, so I know we've got some to start off the morning, and the shrimpers will probably be out today to get uh, get some stocked up before this weather changes, and uh, and we'll go from there. Got you. Well, it all sounds good in the hood down there, buddy. Well, we shall uh, 
you know, continue on. Hope uh, crawfish availability gets better as we go into the year. It's uh, yeah, it little touch from- and go from a lot. You know, I notice a lot of these places that these specialty places, you know, that just specialize in 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 boil. Uh, they're just having to delay their launch of their season because of this. So it's been it's been dismal to say the least, and uh, we've been. Uh, We've been fortunate to have a, a, some rain, but uh, it's always a delayed reaction, as you know. It, we'll, we'll get something uh, like we got in terms of that rain uh, a week or two ago, and, and it'll help later on down the line. But right off the get-go, it don't do an awful lot. But we, we have been seeing more. I, I know we got some crawfish in uh, uh, late yesterday evening, and they uh, already went through it. And uh, some of the uh, wholesale folks uh, that have some uh Mom and pop restaurants around will will get a right. few sacks to do just something to try to offer their customers and uh, and there's an awful lot of folks that want them and they understand the situation and they're still willing to uh, to uh, support the businesses and get them knowing that uh, it's not a price gouging thing. If folks knew how much these crawfish cost, oh yeah, uh, uh, they would understand and and a lot of people do. A lot of people, man, we've had long-time customers, hardcore uh, boys customers, and they, they know and they understand, and they, they're still out uh, supporting us. And we can't thank them enough. That's but it. Uh, but, but hopefully things will change and get better, and down the line uh, we'll be uh, eating them boogers, and, uh, and they won't be near as expensive. We'll see how it goes anyway. Only time will tell, my friend. All right. Well, hey, throw out some info. Somebody wants to call Boyd's or come down. How do they get there, and how do they call you, man? Boyd's One Stop's uh, in uh, Texas City, right at the base of the Texas City Dyke. And uh, easy to get to, easier to find. And uh, come on down here to get something to go fishing or get you something to fill your belly up at the grill. And, yes. And uh, it's 409-945-4001, and from there you can – choose a whole lot of different things on the menu in terms of who you want to get in touch with or what you want to find out and uh everybody be careful have a good weekend stay dry and uh, look forward to talking to you again in about a week you got it my friend it's always a pleasure dave you have a good weekend yes sir and also uh, i'll be listening in on the uh on the soapbox deal Sunday. Yeah, we'll see uh, if uh, we get any calls out of that i'd like to to hear everybody's opinions on it you know you you will. I, I put out a uh, a teaser for you. I didn't even know you were going to do it, but on my uh, Texas City Dyke Fishing Group page, I I put out one yesterday uh, and uh, said, "Hey, uh, uh, you can you can put your comments down below, but let's uh, keep it clean and and not get That's too it, crazy." Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but and I, I usually don't even offer that stuff too much because it just gets out of hand but i did it on this so folks will get fired up and then they'll come see you sunday <laughs> i hope so be good to hear. all right all Take right care, buddy. buddy dave thank you you have a good day see you man all right that's dave fremont down at boyd's one stop on the texas city dike and folks if you're going fishing well don't not till you've been to the 49th annual fishing show and that's coming up February 14th through the 18th, and that's going to be at the George R. Brown Convention Center. And we're talking everything for fishermen. All the new rods, reels, lures, factory reps there to answer all your questions, and guides from all over the country, from Alaska to South America, and dozens of fully rigged boats on display and hundreds of kayaks from you know for you to select from. 
and check out all the clinics by expert fishermen covering salt and fresh water and special kids clinic on Saturday and Sunday. They always have that. It's a great deal for the kids with all the giveaways. Have them show up. They'll go home with some good, a lot of goodies to take home with them. So if you love to fish or you just want to learn more about fishing, don't miss the 49th annual Houston Fishing Show. Check them out at HoustonFishingShow.com. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment already. Goodness, time's flying by this morning. So uh, if you hadn't heard, you're just tuning in or you missed it earlier. You know, I've been putting it out there this Sunday. We're, we're going to have a soapbox Sunday over these trout limits. And uh, we'll take your calls. I'll be calling guides, but we can work your call in there. And uh, we just want to hear your uh, hear your take on, you know, how you feel about it. And uh what you think we ought to do about it if you're uh, really good at uh knowledgeable person you know the solution <laughs> hey give us all the advice let's hear about it but uh one little warning there is uh you know no strong language let's keep it clean you know if you get a little heated don't uh, slip up and say words that uh, aren't allowed on the radio because if we do have to dump you, it'll be 60 days before we can take your call again. That's just one of our rules here at the Outdoor Show. It's family, family Outdoor Show, and keep it clean. All right, well, keeping it clean, let's run down to G-Town. Let's check in with Captain Steve Hillman this morning. Steve, you feeling clean this morning, bro? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a lot of warnings. You gotta. I don't even know if I'll be able to talk to you Sunday. I might ah, you'll be fine. You'll be good. What's up, man? Oh, nothing. Not fishing today. You're not. Oh, you fished no. yesterday, though, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I, I know what you're. You got Mardi Gras all this weekend. Yeah, unfortunately, my wife likes that all that stuff. It's okay. it's all right, but not really my bag. But whatever. Bring me some beads. And, uh, <laughs> okay, I'll try to get some. <laughs> but now uh, I I'll hang them over my days. running light on my boat. There you go. <laughs> but uh now uh i didn't have a trip today anyway but uh i got a got some rat killing to do this morning and then we're gonna we're gonna head to galveston i guess sometime this afternoon head to g town boy that's gonna yeah. be hopping this weekend it's gonna be kind of miserable tomorrow i think yeah it looks uh real dismal tonight and yeah. tomorrow according to the yeah. forecast I got a couple of trips to start the week next week, but man, the forecast when I looked at it a couple of days ago at least doesn't look too promising. Looking a little windy anyway. Yeah, yeah, windy. Yes, sir. I tell you, this January was not one of my better Januarys. I had to cancel. Oh man, probably half my trips this January. Oh, no doubt. And it was it was uh, it was brutal, man. But, but now since the since the freeze. Our you know recent freeze here a couple of weeks ago and and uh, all the fresh water coming into the bay it it changed my pattern quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, yesterday I started seeing some fish show up where we were catching them before all the rain. The rain right. changed the pattern. The, the 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 runoff changed the pattern more than that than the freeze did for sure. Freeze didn't I don't think did anything for us 
you know, luckily, yeah. not that I can tell, but, um, but that fresh water pushed those fish around a lot. They didn't go too far, but they just, they, they went to a, some weird spots, man, which is not all that unusual, really. Um, but, uh, you know, I told you last week, I guess, that I was able to find some pockets of, of decent water underneath the fresh water. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, looking at it on the surface, it, it looked horrible. Um, but uh, you look in your prop wash and whatnot, and it, you know, pretty green water underneath it, and, and found some couple of pockets of fish, nothing to write home about, but a couple of pockets of fish down in some deeper water over shell and mud and some guts and stuff like that where they just they dropped off the flats and got down there in that salt water layer. Well, this week they started kind of pulling out. You know, of course it warmed up. I mean, I've seen a couple of days in a row now where water temp hit 60. And uh, those fish, and, and then the, the water's not as bad everywhere. I mean, it is in some areas. It's horrible. Right. But areas I'm fishing, it, it's not not quite as bad as it, as it was last week. And it's not layered out anymore. It's kind of kind of uh, mixed in. It's kind of blended in. It, it's just, it looks like Sabine is what it looks like where, where mm-hmm. we're catching our fish right now. It looks like the back of East Bay used to look like in the winter when we used to be able to go back there and wade in the winter, the refuge and all that. Remember how that water looked? Right. It, just, it, looked, it looks like that where I'm fishing. Um I mean, I don't know if I'm fishing in any water I would consider trout green. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we did fish West Bay one day. It's pretty. There's some areas in West Bay that's beautiful. But right. uh, but where I'm fishing right now is not not much to look at. And, uh, you know, and as a result, the, <clears throat> excuse me, the colors were throwing pretty much everything on soft plastics. We're, we're catching them on the uh, best color this week by far has been that, that 10W40. And uh, 10W40 and uh, Bass Assassin and, and then, Motorola. Uh, yeah. Haviland, and, HD40. <laughs> remember that, the color of that oil? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I remember old Kelly Wiggler uh, tout tail we used to throw. It was, uh, I, I don't even know what it was called, but we called it motor oil. Yeah, motor oil, HD40, Haviland. <laughs> and it had an orange, like a fire tail. Remember had a fire tail on it. Yes, sir. God dang, man. That was a... We that caught some fish on that bait, bait back in the day, buddy. Oh, we probably God. still would if we'd throw it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's I, just I too much stuff to throw nowadays. Yeah, I know. Well, I try to keep it simple, man. Honestly, you could go anywhere in Galveston Bay and probably Matagorda with a red shad bass assassin, a lime truce bass assassin, and a purple demon merely or little John, and you'd be just fine. Yeah. You'd be just fine. But uh, I think we tend to make things a little too complicated sometimes. We do. But, no, um, you know, I don't know what it is. I, I harp on it all the time. But there's something about these 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 pro-elite jig heads, these 8-ounce these pro-elite jig heads. I mean, yes. James, James is the one that, that got me throwing them about four or five years ago when they first came out with them. I mean, I heard him talking about them and everything, and and uh, so ordered a bunch of them. And and there's certain times of year the regular old bass assassin head, or maybe a Norton head, or whatever regular old lead head works just fine. See, I but go man, both ways. I use Pro Elite, and then the uh, then the old uh, round 
just plain lead gold hook, you know, with a three alt and a four alt hook on it. You know, I've still got a bunch of those left over from all the ones I bought back in the day. And those two right. heads, they do everything I need them to do. I even yeah, use them. I was using those gold hook uh, heads down there fishing with Cliff. Yeah, I remember they work, you telling me. They work good, man. I guess they call it, that's old Aberdeen hook, basically. Yeah, but the thicker gauge, it's not thicker, the real thin wire one where a redfish will straighten it out. These are heavier gauged. Yeah, I guess a true Aberdeen hook is a thinner, thinner yeah, wire. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, when you say gold Aberdeen, it reminds me of crappie hook we used to use Same. all the time. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. But now these, these, these lighter jig heads, and I say lighter because that eighth ounce, that, that Pro Elite is, it just seems lighter than Well, a eight. Pro Elite eighth ounce is like a sixteenth than anybody else's. Yeah. And I couldn't find them. I guess I didn't bring enough of them yesterday. So one of the guys broke off on some shell, and, and, uh, I just tied him on a, a regular sixteenth ounce jig head on there. Right. And he, he started catching them pretty good, but, uh, but no, we we started catching them in a few more areas last two days. You know, last week I told you they're pretty much in one spot. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, and I've only fished three days this week. I fished Tuesday, Wednesday, and yesterday, and um, we're catching them now four or five different areas. But in all honesty, there's always one or two of those areas that that outproduces the other ones. You know, you can sit here and say that you caught them everywhere you stopped, but you may have caught two on one stop. Well. Well, yeah, really I mean, not, really not catching them everywhere you stop. No, you know? that's not catching them in my books. But, but we caught, we're catching fifteen to twenty legal trout a day, and and probably eight or ten throwbacks mixed in, a few reds, catching a flounder, a keeper flounder or two every day. Yeah. But uh, yesterday was was a not a good bite day. It just was kind of steady. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we, I think we had caught one legal fish in the first two hours. Right. And I saw that last two days. Our, our, our morning bite wasn't, wasn't that great. And then around, I guess around nine o'clock, nine thirty, um, they kind of, and which yesterday for what it's worth, that was kind of, kind of the beginning of that minor feed. Um, they started, they started nibbling a little bit, and, but I think yesterday I had three guys and we caught, uh, we had, what do we have? We caught 17 legal trout. We only had one throwback yesterday. But but the rest of the time, like uh, Wednesday and Tuesday, we'd have eight or ten throwbacks mixed in. Yeah, and on your keeper fish, of, what's the average size length? You think you know on average? Oh, I, I tell you exactly what it is, man. It's like uh, fifteen <laughs> and a half. No, it's fifteen and a half to eighteen inches. Yeah. Uh, I did. I let a four and a, one, a little over four and a quarter go day before yesterday, and then we've had a couple of, of other straggler three pounders, you know, 21 inch fish, 21, 22 inch fish. But, Mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, honestly, the vast majority of them are 15 and a half to 17 inches. That's, that'd be the the majority of them. Sure. Uh, the throwbacks are just under like, as a matter of fact, day before yesterday, most of the throwbacks were really, they're right at 15. I mean, technically they were keepers, but you know, I, I, I'm not. No, if I got guys, if I if I got to squeeze on them, try and get fifteen. I'm I'm not. No, I'm chunking them. Exactly, right exactly. But now that jig head, man, getting back to that <laughs> that prolete. So we're just we're chunking it out there, and and we're fishing in in like four to eight foot of water right now. Uh-huh. Uh, since since all the all the flooding and everything, uh, our fish really haven't pulled back in in that two two and a half foot of water like I saw before the before the rain, but. 
uh, just kind of popping it up and, 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 and pausing at the top. And, and while that, that worm is, is hovering down, man, they're just tapping it and your line gets tight. It, very few aggressive bites. Yeah. But those fish are for sure, it reminds me a lot, they're for sure down in that saltwater layer. It reminds me a lot of during those, during the 15, 2015, 2016 right. uh, stack-ups stack where, remember how those fish were just hugging the bottom and, and a lot of those fish, their bellies were even raw and everything from the shell. Remember that? Oh, and, yeah. And some of these fish are like that, man. They're just, they're down. Well, they just pick it up. And that's why that light head comes into play because that lighter head enables you to feel that bite a lot easier too. Yeah, it stays in the strike zone. It, it yes. Just, and, well, it, it, it enables you to feel the bite. And it to me, it just if you're throwing a quarter or something like that, then it's just sinking to the bottom. It just doesn't look natural. And these fish, they're fat. God, they're fat. Yeah. I mean, they're they're full. I mean, we the guys wanted to keep their fish yesterday, so I cleaned some fish yesterday. And I guess in the last six trips, half of my trips were catch and release, catch and release only, and half were they wanted to kill their their limit. You know, but yeah, catch so those and fish, cheese. I, yeah. Yeah, so those fish I cleaned yesterday, man, they were chock full of shad, and right. it was it was like not yesterday's meal either. It was like the day before. It's pretty nasty, but yeah, that's, but there, I guess there's no shortage of, of food. You know, there's still got plenty to eat. Not in Galveston Bay, you know, our shad crops keep our fishery going. They really, and do. that's what's crazy is we do have a lot of shad in this bay. This bay is just loaded. With Always shad. have. Mullet, not so much these days. You know, we always talk about how we don't see the rafts of mullet. But right. getting back to the stuff that you and I were talking about the other day, all these areas down south, Port Mansfield, Lower Laguna, Upper Laguna, Bat, you know, Baffin, uh-huh. after the freeze and everything in, in February 2021 and some other hardships they've had through the years down there, their base seems to recover with multiple age classes really, really quickly. For our bay, as much food as we have here, I know we don't have the habitat. That's, everybody knows that. We're down about 80% on oyster reefs. But our fish just, we get, we're stuck in this one and a half, two and a half year old age class. I just don't, I I don't understand. I don't either. You know, are those fish just not pulling in from the Gulf off of our beaches, our tide runners? Or do we not have as many fish? That's the million-dollar question, man. I mean, Galveston was always a great bay for all age classes. Always has been right. my whole career, and it just uh, yeah. it's mind-boggling. It really is. I mean, it, it's been six and a half years since the floods from Harvey. That's, sure. That's almost a full cycle of, of trout. and I don't know. I mean, it's a discussion for another day, I reckon. But It is. Well, maybe fun. Sunday if uh, – if you're not too Mardi Gras out, we can talk some more yeah. on this. But uh, yeah, too bad I'll, your show uh, didn't start at nine o'clock on Sunday. I'd well, be, yeah, I know. I wish too. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Hillman, I've got the roll, my friend. If somebody wants to call you about going fishing this spring, how they get a hold of you, man? All right, man. Four zero nine two five six seven nine three seven. Give me a call. Got plenty of openings. Best it's been in fifty years. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, I have seen some of those posts though. At, oh God! Uh, God, where was I the hey, last fifty years? One, my, my favorite one is with all this limit stuff. Is is some guy said the other day? Texas Parks and Wildlife needs to start doing something about the dolphins and the sharks. I yeah, know what are you going to do? We're going to start harpooning them. Oh my God! <laughs> all right, oh, man. man, the whale industry. All right, brother, <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to you. See you, man. All right, see you. Thanks. Later.
All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m., right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.